Time continuum. Alert. <sighs> what the hell is going on? Robo's been spouting off errors for hours. Are we gonna sit here and do nothing? <sighs> Robo, do you mind if I take another look? You may do as you please. Hmm. What is it? More bad news? It's not so black and white. Robo sensors are working. Anomalies are opening across the timeline. But they aren't caused by your experiment. I can't quite pinpoint the source. Okay. You don't sound enthusiastic. Well, right now they're small, and repairing a big anomaly could possibly wipe them out. But if they continue to expand, it would definitely interfere with our plans for getting you home. And repairing the timeline. <sighs> Great. Atropos. Ugh! We can't just keep fixing little bits here and there. T's right. Whatever is causing these anomalies, we gotta do something. Yeah! That's the spirit. Hmm. How are the repairs going on the key, Luca? Um, not good. I fixed the stability issues, but it's still losing power. It's pretty strange that all these anomalies have been opening up after the key got damaged. You think they're links? Maybe. But nothing happened until after we got back from 2300 AD. I hope... I hope those aren't linked. What if it's Azala? How? She's been following us... somehow. What if she figured out something when she got a hold of our key? Oh, of course. She could have learned from my design, but that would be terrible news for us. Azawa? With a time key? Yeah, that does sound like terrible news. Time key, telekinetic powers, and a big henchman. And we have... Scrap metal. And heart. Yeah. Lots of heart. Well, f***. <sighs> it's not like the solution is going to magically appear either. What the f*** is that? I am detecting unusually high energy readings from, from... From where? Everywhere. Hmm. It still looks like the end of time, but somehow it's different. The key, it's gone totally inactive. Well, wherever this is, we might be here for a while. Ah, more guests. What do you mean, guests? Where are we? Why, this is the end of time, of course. All lost travelers in time wind up here. Uh, that, that doesn't make any sense. We just came from the end of time. Nonsense. You couldn't have come from the end of time. You're already here. No, no, no. Like, like this end of time isn't the same as our end of time. You know what? Screw it. Let's just roll with this. Wait, it's you, isn't it? Gaspar, the guru of time. Well, I believe that's what they used to call me ages ago. Gaspar, do you not remember Robo? Or me? Or Chrono? Mm, I'm not sure what you mean. Perhaps I can offer you a nice egg in this trying time. Where is it now? No, it's it's fine. This is hopeless. No, 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 no. It's not like that. Just think about it this way. Whether or not Gaspar remembers anything 
we seem to be back in an earlier version of the end of time. Care to enlighten me? Okay, um, you know, there, there are, uh, there's certain things here. Certain, uh, people. Uh-huh. Just, just think about it. Specchio? Yes! That means magic? Yes! Magic! Magic! I will see if I can be of assistance to those two. Look up. It is good to see you again, Uber of Time, Caspar. Hmm. Disturbances in the space-time continuum have increased recently. Far too many folks are just popping in here. <laughs> Gaspar, um, I know it's been a long time since anyone's addressed you as the Guru of Time, but maybe you could help us out. Those two, they somehow opened a portal in space-time all the way from their world. They managed to connect their home from way out in the multiverse to here. But it caused problems. A lot of problems. I've managed to repair most of the damage, but it's so much to handle. I've saved this world, but it's been such a struggle to keep it all from flying apart. It's had a profound effect on the fabric of this universe, and I don't even know what to do about getting them home. <sighs> Never mind. I just feel so lost, and there's so much pressure. I don't even know why I'm here anymore. Well, all I know is that all lost travelers in time wind up here. The thing about being lost is that it's only for a short moment in time. Eventually, we are found through the kindness of others, through our ingenuity, acceptance, even a little bit of chance. <laughs> but lost is not forever. Gaspar? I know that even being lost, it is difficult. Our actions, what comes from here, it can unleash a specific course of events that have a powerful effect on time. It represents a possibility that may or may not occur. But the effect it will have is equal to the effort you put into it. No more and no less. Do you mean magic? Magic can unleash a certain course of events? Ha! Perhaps magic. Perhaps. If that's what you'd call it. I think, Luca, you'll find some answers just beyond that door. With your friends. Alright. I'll give it a chance. Thanks, Gaspar. It's no trouble. <laughs> Wait. Did you just remember my name is Luca? <laughs> I only wish I could lend more of a hand. Come see me anytime. 
Healthcare. Hello everyone and welcome to the Zeal Archives covering the A to Z of the world of Chrono Trigger. Today as we dig into the archives, I can't help but feel like we've been here before. But here with me to shake off that deja vu sensation is my good friend, Nick G. I'm here to shake off that deja vu sensation. Oh my god. Just, just fantastic. Oh, are you excited, G? Because today we're going to talk about, uh, well, sorry, I know what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about magic. Probably one of the best parts of the game. Second to Zeal, I assume. And Zeal is touched by magic, which makes it so cool. Yeah, it's, it's kind of hard to separate. One thing I was thinking we could talk about to get things started mm-hmm. is where does magic come from in the world of Chrono Trigger? I know Chrono Trigger is a game that's light on details. Yes. But it's just kind of like magic. Here you go. Yeah. Uh, and, and it's and it's a matter of because of this, then magic. Yes. There's no there's no real getting into any more of the nitty gritty than that. It's basically we invented the flux capacitor, which is what makes magic possible. I mean, that's sometimes that's all you need, right? Yeah. Like um, if you think about uh, your knowledge of Final Fantasy VI is probably a little bit sharper than mine, mm-hmm. or definitely, I imagine. But from what I remember of Final Fantasy VI, it's like magic. Magic comes from the espers, pretty much. Yeah, the whole subplot that the Empire like raided the esper world and found out that that dead espers could be used to to infuse people with magic and stuff like that, which gives a little, a little bit of tragedy to the idea of magic uh, in FF6. Yeah, and so like you know, you've got something. Yeah. It's like a MacGuffin. It, you don't really care if it's Metachlorians. Like we don't we don't need that level of detail. Mm-mm. But you've got something. And in Chrono Trigger, there's this weird emphasis on magic. Like magic is important, but where it came from, that's kind of like a hand wave. Like brief, brief little spoiler. I did some research. I always do some research. That's part of the show. Yeah. And Chrono Cross does this classic maneuver that it does, which is, hey, there was something that didn't get expanded on in Chrono Trigger we're going to do that. And so unsurprisingly, Chrono Cross has an explanation for magic. It also has an explanation of its own elemental system, which we are definitely not covering today. No, that's something else. <laughs> but oh my God. Yeah. I, I feel like when we get into Chrono Cross lore, it's going to be a whole different ball game. But in the lore of Chrono Cross, magic is something that is unlocked via evolution after humans came in contact with the frozen flame, which is a piece of Lavos that broke off. It helped humans to evolve over a long period of time. It did some sort of DNA shenanigans and might have been intentional by Lavos so that life forms on Earth would diversify and so there'd be more DNA for Lavos to absorb. But of course, this is Chrono Cross lore and so we don't we can just take that and t- toss it in the trash. I feel like I'm, I'm going off of assumptions and implications here, but that's mostly what we have for Chrono Trigger. Uh, that the Laruba tribe has some kind of magic or some kind of connection to magic. And it's probably what they use to keep themselves hidden. Potentially. And it's very unclear if that immediately started after Lavos <laughs> crashed into the earth and started burrowing or if they always had that ability. <laughs> Do you mean like Lavos crashes to the earth and like the Laruba tribe, which was pretty much the same as like the Ioka, yeah. suddenly like their hair turns purple? Just, yeah, then... <laughs> The village disappears. It's an illusion. <laughs> that would be very convenient as far as the plot is concerned. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the idea of it is interesting because it's like the idea is like perhaps they would have died out if they didn't have magic, and they they used it like humans used all of their abilities very early on to survive, but by hiding and maybe some sort of defense uh, early on. They're the only other people with purple hair. 
that's it that's 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 basically the connection yeah, that's that's all we have to go off of <laughs> What's interesting in Chrono Trigger 2 when we're talking about the lore of the game, there's also a fairly light, and this, again, doesn't need to be, you know, you don't have to watch something or play something and everything doesn't need an explanation. Um, In fact, sometimes when everything has an explanation, it's actually quite boring. Mm. But in the context of Chrono Trigger, they do describe what magic itself is. You know, the world of Chrono Trigger is made up of four different elements heaven or light or lightning or whatever you want to call it Mm -hmm. water or ice those are pretty much the same thing fire and shadow and uh, what we call as magic in the game is just the ability to manipulate these different elements i mean chronicating life makes a lot more sense when it's called heaven or even light rather than lightning i mean lightning is weird there's he he definitely has spells lightning and lightning too which look like lightning yep that's that's fine but they would also make sense if they were something like holy (laughs) Yeah, hey, does does radiant damage? Yeah, right. Yes, <laughs> actually, that works really well. I think you mentioned it. I like how D and D did that. They're like, we, you know, we don't need to add any connotations to this. It's just radiant. Um, weird things about the elements. There's I have so many like weird. We're we're going to talk about the mechanics a little bit later on, but like shadow is described as its own element, but also it's kind of just a combination of all the other elements. Yeah, it's like when you you know mix enough paints on the palette, it'll just be brown. Or black. Yeah, and we we see that, right? You've got like take uh, antipode. It's like we take fire and water, and what do you get? Steam, Brown. shadow. Steam. Wait, shadow. Yeah. <laughs> A thing that I learned doing the research, which I think is kind of interesting narratively, it kind of stems from that shadow point too. A lot of people in Zeal reference the characters and say that their magic is primitive hmm. compared to theirs, and a reason for that could be that you know when you can cast shadow magic you can kind of pull out whatever magic you need to be able to cast you can like cast fire or water or heaven does that a mean that the shadow casters are doing that when they cast shadow magic is dark bomb like a dome of water and of fire and of light maybe not light (laughs) um also robo who's like with a magus the closest thing yet to a shadow caster can also do multiple different types of damages can he not he can do lightning damage and fire damage he can oh is water the only one he can't do i guess i guess that's right yeah yeah you're right he can cast fire and shadow and a very particular a single lightning attack yeah actually that, yeah that that's kind of neat if if that's true that shadow is literally pulling the other elements out then robo has jury rigged a way to cast most of the magics on his own yeah because Spec is like, I can't help you. What you do is probably considered shadow. Like, Spec, doesn't trigger anything in Robo. Robo can just do that stuff. No, uh, and I mean, that kind of makes sense, too. If the world is made up of those elements, then I guess Robo just has some machinery that pulls it out of the ether. I guess it just demonstrates that everything is a manifestation of those elements. Yeah, except water. He can't get access to water for some reason. No, I don't know if water would ruin him, but... They sometimes appears to be steam powered, so I don't know. <laughs> steam is is fire and water. Yep. We don't know a lot about you know initial usages of magic. Maybe that's an interesting thing to figure out. And we don't know how Chrono and the party learn magic because I don't know. Specchio is definitely not doing gene therapy. It's not like he gave them a <laughs> booster shot and suddenly it's like, hey, magic, it's unlocked now. He like I don't know places the knowledge in their brains or something. That's actually plausible. If it's it, if it's already genetically in them and he just is is teaching them, then I, I guess that makes sense. Does that mean everyone who casts magic as a sorcerer in the D and D sense? Oh, because it comes from bloodlines. Yeah, because it comes innately to you. Like you can't just study your way into using it. 
yeah, I think so. That I think by that same definition would make Robo a wizard. That's true. Because he can't. It's not coming from his blood. He's literally learning how to manipulate the elements that are in the world. Excellent stuff. <laughs> I mean, I, when you think about D&D classes, that doesn't generally line up. But if you're just talking about magic, like perfect. Yeah, yeah. Just as far, just as, far as magic is concerned. Let's, let's change gears. Let's talk about magic and text in the context of Chrono Trigger. Yeah, sure. When Chrono Trigger came out, or when you played it for the first time, can you think of anything that was like it in the same way, like the combat? No, no. I mean, the, fir- the first thing blew me away is like, quote, no random encounters. That encounters just occur on the screen that you're on, and you can avoid a lot of them. But now it kind of stood out. It, it was also notable for having be, you being able to have the, the fewest party members, like three as a party. Oh, yeah, instead of four. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure there were others that did three, but I can't think of any offhand. When I think of other games of that era, you know, the magic, the the, 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 the technique, the magic system was pretty similar. Final Fantasy VI, you know, maybe each character had a unique skill, but it was still pretty much magic, uh, yeah. except for blitzes. Those were kind of cool. Yeah. If I could go back and make it so that you didn't have to do controller inputs to do them, <laughs> I would. But it's supposed to evoke fighting games, I guess. That's what I was going to mention. Tales of Fantasia had the linear motion battle system. That's right. Which is exactly that. You enter combos and you get to pull off different magic techniques. Breath of Fire, I think, was just like straight up MP. Yeah. I don't know if you... Did you play Lufia or anything like that? I I didn't. Never did. Super Mario RPG had timed hits, uh, but still. Super Mario RPG had like collective MP, like MP for the party. Yeah, but nobody did anything quite like the, the Texan Chrono Trigger. Mm. And especially... Uh, this comes up every time we do the race against time. It's like you have this divide between tech points and experience. And generally, people are like, uh, there's a, a Chrono Trigger posting group that I'm part of. And people are like, oh, what level do you usually go up against, you know, Lavos or some boss? And I'm like, what are levels? <laughs> Luminaire is when I... Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I've, I pay no attention to levels in Chrono Trigger. I just happen to get them. Yeah, and it, it's I, I really appreciate that in terms of game design because you can think about the games in terms of like how strong you are with the your level and that affects your stats and that can matter. And then you have your tech points and it affects the abilities that you have. And since it's a game that doesn't require a ton of, of grinding or anything like that, you can just kind of focus on, you know, do I have the techniques that I want to have? Mm-hmm. Also, strangely, some monsters give tech points and like no experience. Yeah, the rubbles. Ah, then maybe they give experience. They do. They might I, give I, a little bit. I never yeah. paid attention to experience. Or then you have the guys on the Black Omen where one of them gives the experience, one of them gives the tech points, and one of them gives the money. Oh, yeah. I can't remember the name of those. Nope. Like Final Fantasy VI has something that's kind of like that, like with the Aspers, because you can like learn spells, you can kind of gain different stats, but it's still pretty much, you know, when you level up, you just get other benefits. Yeah. Yeah. The thing I think that blew me away playing Chrono Trigger compared to other RPGs was like, sure, you can do these really cool techs. And yeah, they're not. I mean, it wasn't until much later that I was like, oh, tech points and experience are different. I'm pretty sure I never (laughs) paid attention to that shit at all. Mm -hmm. But it was like really early on in the game, like you're wandering around the map and uh, oh, no, I remember what it was. You, You go into the cathedral and, you know, you're facing off against Yakra. And at this point, you've learned a couple techniques and you're like hey what what's this dual tech thingy yeah i mean dual tech's amazing like each each uh pair of individuals has has techniques they do with each other and it was later that i figured out that those were based off of spells they have already 
I know, right? I, like, <laughs> I looked it up later, and it's like, okay, seriously, like it, it can't just be that simple, can it? And it is. Every every dual and every triple tech is just a combination of the individual techs. That's it. There's no special magic to it. Sometimes it resembles the two that it's made up of. Sometimes it doesn't at all. Uh, yes. I think a really good example of that is, well, where something kind of resembles it, but not really, is Poyozo Dance. Yes. It's one of the weirdest techs in the game. Allure, provoke. Uh, what's Isla's? Uh, it's kiss, is it? Oh, it's Dino Tail. Oh, okay. Yeah, so in, in addition, to, like, that's that one's super weird because... Two of those techs don't deal damage. Dino Tail deals non-elemental damage. Anyway, it, it ends up inflicting like status effects and non-elemental, which bypasses invincibility for some bosses. It is it is very strange. Yeah. But yeah, it's just like, you know, double techs, triple techs are just combinations of other techniques that your party already has. Yeah, it, no, it was, it, was, it was amazing when I'm like, why doesn't every game do this? And I think Crunch Trigger just managed to do it enough to the point where it like won't break your brain trying to figure it out. <laughs> like it's not overly complicated, but I feel like it could very easily become complicated. I mean, just mathematically, if you had a cast the size of Final Fantasy VI, you'd be like, okay, wait a second. So if I have Umaru and Gogo, they can do this. Oh, man. If, if I have um, Locke and 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 Sellies, they can do this. Yeah, because it's like, okay, we have six characters. What about Magus? Magus is not doing dual attacks with anybody. <laughs> <laughs> He's a jerk. Don't worry about it. Yeah, six is about the limit. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think that's also a, a strength of it, right? Like you can cast so many different techs, dual techs, triple techs. But at the end of the day, what? Like every character has 10 techs, I think. Eight. No, eight something. Yeah. Yeah, that's also probably part of it. Yeah, you never feel overwhelmed. Everyone just, just has a list, a limited list. As opposed to, this isn't taking shots of Final Fantasy VI, but like I'm pretty sure every character can learn every spell in the game. Yep. Uh, so that's cumbersome because you're like, wait, which character had haste? Yeah, double ultima, and then you do double ultima, and then <laughs> you're just looking, you're just looking at the ultima for a long time. But yeah, in Corn Trigger, there's lots of different things to do, and like there are abilities that are that are more powerful than other abilities. Uh, they're not very cutely in the races here. Uh, I honed in on that, I should say. Uh, but the game makes you very aware of the different elements. They play with magic resistance enemies a lot yeah um there's um i've I've mentioned this book previously reverse design chrono trigger Mm -hmm. and it talks about the progression of bosses and you know at first you know it's it's a triple part boss and you're like ooh, that didn't really have any magic stuff but then i think you face masa and mune and they're like ooh, now you have triggered vulnerabilities so you have to cast one type of magic before the other and then yeah Yeah. it, it gets out of hand real quick you face the golem bosses and it's like oh you cast this kind of magic well we're gonna start casting that so i hope you're ready for it even the juggler who just oh the defense toggles the yeah yeah so you can't you can't just blow through them it's it's hard to one hit ko them yeah you have to be slightly strategic yeah yeah and it's cool because you know in other games you have to level up or whatever to get these techniques but in a lot of cases you're like oh marl gained a level she wasn't around the last time that robo was here so now they learned a new tech together because why not it's like christmas all the time you get get these extra presents when you when you have different party combinations that you're probably not expecting it's like oh well i need this this character and this character it's like oh heck they gotta do they gotta do dual tech 
I wonder what it looks like. And it encourages you to swap different characters in, see what the new techs do. I'm, I feel like we played the game, gosh, upwards of a hundred times, and I still don't know what all the techs look like. <laughs> I don't know what a lot of frogs techs look like. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, sorry, frog. I'm sure Z is very intimately familiar Z, with them. Z is well aware. Yeah. <laughs> That's bubble splash or whatever. I think it's Isla and yeah. frog. Ice water. Ice water. Yeah. <laughs> Also, the names in every version, the names are slightly different. I was looking at this great. Somebody had like a fac and they listed like the top whatever text, but all of the names were completely different. Oh, man. They were like more literal translations. So it's like crap. But they also listed like instead of Falcon hit, it was Falcon slash. All right. That's that's I can parse that. Yeah. But all of the and I think this changed with the DS version, like Antipode was changed to Reaction Bomb, which I think is the version it's called in the DS. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it, Antipode has has a special ring to it. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm used to Antipode, but Reaction Bomb's cool. You wouldn't think Fire and Water would do that, but it's magic, so we'll let it go. I mean, some of them don't make sense, like Spin Cut. Oh, shoot, what is the actual, yeah. You just, there's no spinning whatsoever. Um, confuse. Confu- confuse, yeah, because it's like Cleave or something uh, in the newer version, something like that. Something that actually describes what it does. yeah. Other neat things about text. This is kind of like mathy, but that was like right up my alley and I wanted to look into it. Sure. When you deal damage, the only thing that matters is how much attack your characters normally have, your level and your magic stat, like nothing else matters. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, attack differs depending on whether you're a dude, a lady, or Isla. (laughs) Or Isla. The three genders. (laughs) The three genders. Uh, anyway, that's not important. Um, most of the techs follow the same sort of formula, except different animations. So like Ice Sword and Fire Sword, as an example, have the exact same formula, just different characters because you're using different techs. Do all the techs use attack or just the ones that stem from single techs that use attack? Mm, it varies. So like yeah. um, some techs only use magic, some techs only use attack, some techs only use magic. A good example is Cure. All the Cure spells just use the magic stat. Okay, makes sense. Except for there's one cure spell and it just always heals you to full. So that one doesn't have any stats at all. Cure, cure two, I want to say. Yeah, it just does 999, I think. Yeah. Well, that was an interesting thing too, because I was I didn't want to go over every formula because that's way too much work. But I was looking at them and it's like, okay, Ice Sword, Fire Sword, same formula, except uh, Marl in- instead of Luca. You're like, great. Yeah. Um, cure two. Cure two heals your HP, the magic stat times 25 if you're Marl, or your magic stat times 24 and a half if you're Frog, which I don't know, is a slight what? diss against Frog, I guess. What, what, why? Shouldn't shouldn't the variable be the magic stat? I don't know. Is it a bug? Should it? I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know, man. Just Frog should be less good at, <laughs> at doing this. Why? Makes no sense. That could be a balance thing for all I know. Yeah, maybe. Really interesting things. Some formulas don't make any sense. Huh. Um, Falcon Hit, a classic. Oh, yeah. A fan favorite, uh, is made up of Chrono Slash and Isla's Rock Throw. It does not use any of Isla's stats. Okay. It only uses Chrono's attack. So figured that one out. It's just Chrono's attack? It's just, it, well, it's Chrono's attack times eight. Okay. Okay. So it's like doing double confuse, but all at once. Yeah, in a row. Man, interesting. I also decided to look it up. I'm like, oh, do we use Falcon Hit because it's the best dual tech? And the answer is no. But the reason that we use it so much is because I think it's one of the only dual techs that hits multiple enemies. Just physical damage. Yeah. And Chrono's attack is always like crazy high. Yes. So it's kind of just like, of course, you're going to use this. The only other choice you would do is like you'd pick Luca or Marl and do some crazy magic attack. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't, magic is just so cool. 
so cool in the game. Yeah, it's. I mean, I mean, I mean, it's neat that that the characters themselves were not expecting to learn magic. I guess Isla doesn't. I guess she just has like techniques or skills. Yeah, and I think we touched on this in a separate episode, but like any character who has innate magical ability has resistance to that magical ability. It's about 15 to 20%. Okay. But for some reason, Isla and Robo also have resistance. Huh. Robo has resistance to shadow, which kind of makes sense. But Isla has resistance to fire because I don't know why. Uh, yep. That's just, uh, that's just how it is in 65 mil. It's, I mean, there is a lot of fire. There's like a giant lava pit. You gotta stand up to fire. Yeah, yeah. Um, also interesting, as you go throughout the game, you can find different items um, that bestow upon you resistance or absorption ability for magic. All of the sealed chests have like the special mails and vests, depending on when you open them, that absorb energy. But did you know that there's at least two items that I'm pretty sure we've never, ever seen? Oh, really? Yeah. So there are some items. M- most of the items in the game protect against fire. You know, you got the Taben, Taben suit, Taben vest, Taben helm. Yes. Your your ruby armor, your ruby vest, whatever. But there's also two items that we never get, and I didn't even know they existed. I was like, what the heck is that? There's an item called the mermaid cap, hmm. which grants you 50% resistance to water. Okay. It comes from the freaking blue mud beast. <sighs> I'm too focused <laughs> on other things during that uh, that particular battle, but interesting. I mean, it's also not worth it. It is literally the only time you can get that in the entire game. Huh. And the Arbo Helm, which I think is supposed to be Rainbow Helm, mm. which protects you from uh, light, and it is charmed from the yellow beasts, like the, the other ones in that cave. So oh. again, you only have like two or three shots at that. Interesting. I feel like I saw those when looking at the full grid of helmets. Like like the the illustrations of all the helmets. Oh yeah yeah. And I'm like, where's that? I don't remember that one. I'm like I'm like Arbo helm. I assume they mean the prism helm, but no. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> so what happened to magic anyway? Like we've been talking about it all. We talked about magic and text. We talked a little bit about the origins, but like it just fizzled out. It just disappeared. Why? Why? Okay. So zeal fell. Why did zeal fall? Because Lavos. Lavos, yeah. I mean, Lavos does like eviscerate the kingdom of Zeal. Yeah, but yeah, but we had we had Zealites who presumably had some magic, who who survived. But you know, I guess they weren't to rocking rocking the um, the eugenics uh, type perspective of we got to keep we got to gotta procreate over here and keep the bloodline pure, which is good, but uh, reduce reduce the amount of magic. Uh, left magic to be a latent ability, to be awakened by a god. Yeah, I was like, wait, the mystics got to keep magic, but the humans didn't. And you're, I, th- I think you made a good point. It's like, yeah, so they, they stopped breeding for the best magic potential. But a, a simpler or an, an, a parallel example, I guess, is it's like the, the, the library of Alexandria. We just forgot. Yeah, they ver- it was actually a very quick turnaround to like, well, clearly what made Zeal fall was our, our, isolate, our like elitist and... And like Aryan isolationist policy, so we should probably stop that. Like everyone, everyone seems to have a pretty good head on them at the uh, in the commons by the time Zeal falls. I mean, I wonder, and this is verging on the territory of, of another Zeal episode, which I mean, I'm always <laughs> I'm always down for a little bit of that. But I wonder if part of the reason there is just that like people were so fearful of the queen that they're just like, okay, we're just going to do what she says because uh, I don't want to die. I don't want to be like sealed on Mount Woe. Yeah. Yeah, there was a lot of that. 
there's probably a lot of fear of the queen that seemed to be very deliberate on her part like we talked about before with the zeal in the episode about zeal there was an unused dungeon that's right there could have been dissidents that's right that would have been interesting i mean i'm always gonna want more parts of the game but uh currently it's all killer no filler This is unusual. I do not recall this area being quite so dark. Yeah, this doesn't how I pictured Speckio's room either. It's okay though, because any second now, any second now, it's magic time. Yeah, what type do you think we'll get? Fire? Shadow? Huh. I hadn't even thought about that. Maybe since we're not from this world, we'll, we'll have some kind of magic he's never seen before. Maybe it'll be like like water and ice, you know, like a like a variation, like uh, uh, wind. You know what? Doesn't even matter. Any kind of magic, I'm gonna be so <laughs> happy. I guess we're here. Moment of truth. It is surprisingly heavy. Uh, Robo, can you help us out? Absolutely. I think I can make out something. Just barely. But I can't tell if it's small or very far away. Wish we had some light. What are you looking at? I'm not sure what it is, but it's very small. You're very small. You're a tiny thing. Bunch of wise guys, huh? How do I look to you guys? Strong or weak? Weak. But it is an accurate statement. I see. <laughs> You're strong. I look strong. If you're weak, I look weak. Guess what camp you chumps fall into? Oh god, we're so sorry. Please don't kill us. I am incapable of healing here. How dare you defy the master of war? Ow. Why was I programmed to feel pain? Hmm. You seem strong of will. That must be why the old one let you through. Ahem. Long before you were born, there was a kingdom where magic flourished. Actually, you know what? I get the feeling that you guys are in a hurry. Let's give you the short version. Think magic and, starting from the door, walk clockwise around the walls of my room three times. Oh, okay. Doesn't seem so bad. Okay, yeah, yeah. This room isn't so big. <laughs> you, you guys are too much. Let me fix that for you. Oh, no. No cheating. I'm watching. Do you think this is necessary? It's, it's, it's gotta be, right? 
why would Specchio want to mess around with us? Infinite time and finite detention span? to do it over. Uh, oh my god. 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 We're so sorry. Hey, what do you know? You had it. Determination, I mean. This is it. This is the moment. Magic needs power of the heart. Oh my god. Oh my god. It's happening. It's happening. It needs inner strength. Ipso! Yes! Mactico! Yes! Minimo! I am still here. Magico! T. Do you feel any different? No. I. I mean, I don't think so. So, what are you saying? You calling me a liar? No, 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 just... What kind of magic did we get? Eh, that trash can over there. I can't really measure his inner character, so... You get lasers? I am in immense programmed pain. Ooh, Evo robot. You get shadow. And what about us? Let's see. Dork with the glasses and Beardo? Eh, light and shadow, I guess. But which one of us is which? Eh, Beardo, I guess you're lightning. You guess? Whatever, you're fortified with magic. What do you care? Unless you want to try it out. <laughs> I kind of want to I kind of want to try it out. Don't do it. I'll even let you take the first shot. It is a trick. Oh, that didn't work out as well as I'd hoped. Hmm. That was embarrassing. My turn. (laughs) I win. Oh, there you are. Are you two all right? Just learning some magic. (laughs) Everything hurts. I think we just went to school on the subject. Huh. Everything hurts. Seems hard to believe Gaspar was talking about magic. I wonder what he meant then. I am detecting the presence of myself and you as well. Look up. What? Uh, wait, are we back to that moment? My head already hurt. And now there's more time paradoxes? The key! It's active again. And it already has coordinates loaded for... the day before the Millennial Fair? Fascinating. Is this the entity again? I am uncertain. But I suggest we go if we want to avoid any further time paradoxes. Hey! 
Ain't I seen you before? The Zeal Archives is a NixCast production. If you have questions, comments, or criticisms, please get in touch with us on Facebook or Twitter, both at the NixCast. Special thanks go out to our voice actors this episode, Dan Charrington, aka the Video Ninja, in the role of Specchio, Nick G, in the role of his fictional self and discussion host, Nick T, in the role of his fictional self, Robo, and discussion host, Nick Z, in the role of Gaspar, and SM Zelda Rules in the role of Luca Ashtier. If you want to learn more about the voice actors or topics covered in this episode, check out the show notes in your podcatcher of choice or at the source zealarchives.com. 